All right, guys, what's going on? Episode 2 of Mark's Takes coming out January. Today's January 28th. Today we're going to be talking Clippers. It's game day here in L.A. Well, technically it's game day in Miami Beach. The Clippers are taking on the Heat. Clippers 13-5 and right now, 5-3 and away. Heat struggling. They're 6-11 and 4-4 and at home. It's going to be an interesting one. No Kawhi Leonard, no Paul George, no Patrick Beverly. When I'm recording this, I actually don't know who's in yet for um, who's playing for the Heat, but I'm looking at the injury report as of 8-15 Wednesday night. It says Myers Leonard out, Jimmy Butler out, Tyler Hero out, Chris Silva out, Goran Dragic day-to-day. So, we're looking at a crazy matchup today, guys. I mean, Mo Harkless out. So, basically, it's going to be... We're going to looking up a crazy matchup of Bam versus Gabe... I mean, of Bam versus Serge and Reggie Jackson versus Gabe Vincent. So, wow. I mean, that's going to be a crazy game. We actually got booted off TNT because no one wants to watch our game, and we got booted off TNT. It was really supposed to be a TNT game. They replaced us, I think, with the Blazers game, which is, again, I don't, like, obviously, I get it. No one wants to watch the Clippers G League team versus the Heat G League team, so we'll see. Um, Obviously, Paul George out, Kawhi out, Patrick Beverly, it says Patrick Beverly is day-to-day, but I think he probably will not be returning on the road trip. Um, we need a win. We need a win tonight because it's like Lakers lost yesterday in a thriller. It was almost a classic Doc Rivers choke. But we were um, we were blessed by former Clipper Tobias Harris, and he had a game winner to really save Doc Rivers because that it was getting really ugly really quick. They were up like 12 or 13 with like three, four minutes left and, and they blew it. And like the Lakers, I think the Lakers took the lead by like one and then Tobias Harris hit, hit the game winner. So I'm like former Clipper Tobias Harris. He's always looking out for us, you know, always being great and so he hit the game winner right now I'm looking at stupid ESPN basketball power index says Miami has a 65% chance of winning so they're basically just like G League versus G League I think the main player that we have to stop is Bam obviously I mean like he's averaging 20 points he's shooting 60% from the field nine rebounds, five assists. I mean, those are, like, almost some Giannis numbers. Like, if he was averaging a couple more points, like, if he was up there 24, 25 points, I mean, that'd be almost Giannis-like. And we need to stop him. Serge, Serge, um, Serge is going to do it for us. He's going to stop Bam. Zubak is going to stop Bam. I honestly don't even know who else plays on the Heat. Um... Duncan Robinson, got to stop him. It says Heroes out. Jimmy Butler out. Myers Leonard out. We have to stop Kelly Olynyk. Kelly Olynyk is going to drop 80 points on us tonight. Kelly Olynyk dropping 80 points. But, um, yeah, I mean, it should be an interesting one. I honestly don't know what to expect. I feel like these games, especially the ones without Kawhi and 
Paul George, you just kind of go in with an open mind. Like the Hawks game, I went in with a positive attitude. They ended up losing, obviously, but they played a good game. Shout out to Reggie Jackson. I never thought I would be doing this on my podcast, but I've decided that I'm going to be shouting out Reggie Jackson today because he played a really good game, and he really kept us in that game. And I want to make a huge announcement that as of right now, I will be stepping down as the trade Reggie, as the head of the trade Reggie movement. You know, I'm stepping down and I think I'm, I've, I've been tapped basically to pick up a new position. You know, they came to me, they were like, Hey, we saw you with the trade Reggie movement. We loved it. And they tapped me and they were like, you know what? It's time to switch it to another player. And I was like, okay, I'm all ears. Who is it? They didn't even need to tell me who it was when they tapped me. They said, I think you know. I said, I do. It, it breaks my heart, but I, Lou Williams has got to go. And I think he's a Clipper legend. I think, I, first of all, I want to say that me saying that he has to go is not me degrading anything he's done for the Clippers, you know, or me minimizing really anything he's done for the Clippers. I want to say that he's a Clipper legend. The Clippers should basically, I think they they should retire his jersey. He's been so great. He made the Clippers relevant. The Clippers revived his career. I mean, he was amazing. He made people want to watch Clipper basketball when Clipper basketball was supposed to be some of the most irrelevant basketball out there. And him and Trez... I hate Trez, but the two of them made Clipper basketball relevant. And I think now, unfortunately, he no longer fits in with this team. I think that he is a huge iso ball player, takes contested fadeaway threes, contested jump shots. And I honestly don't think that's a part of this offense anymore. I think it's a, this offense now is more pass you know, pass first, you know, they're, they're, they're passing good shots or great shots. That's kind of like the, the, the motto of this offense. And there's one guy who still kind of does that. And there's one guy who's still kind of in the old Doc Rivers system. And that would be Lou Williams. I want to say Reggie is also kind of, he has a toe in, but he shows better moments and he's also more consistent with the shooting. So I think like, Reggie has a toe in, but he's not fully with the iso ball. But I think Lou, I think Lou, his time is almost up with this team. I don't really see him being on this team by the trade deadline, honestly, because it's like, I don't know if they're just going to release him because I don't even know what the Clippers could realistically get for him because every game he tanks his trade value more and more and more. And it's like every game he he plays so poorly that we can't even get an actual player because no one who wants a washed up Lou Williams on it. I mean, the only positive is that he's on an expiring contract. So someone could take him, his contract would expire just wave him, you know, and I bet he would probably retire. I think I saw an interview saying that if he was traded to another team that wasn't the Clippers, he would just retire, which honestly breaks my heart, breaks my heart, Lou, but it's like if we can get someone that's more efficient than him, I mean, I'm not going to pass that up. 
I love Lou. I love what he's done for this organization. But it's like, if we can get somebody that's going to bring more efficiency off the bench, obviously, I think the Clippers should do that. And it blows my mind that I'm, like, saying this because I'm like, Lou Williams literally, like, was in the top three for sixth man of the year last year. But now I'm like, who can be more efficient than him off the bench when he's literally been one of the most efficient bench scorers like in the past three years so it's his downfall is really really sad and it came very quick I want to say after the bubble I mean during the bubble when he left and he went to Magic City I feel like after that he was never really the same I think he was unmotivated he didn't care the chemistry was already messed up so he was like uh you know, screw it, I'm going to Magic City, came back, quarantined, looked horrible, shot 9% from the three, which was, again, atrocious, and I was like, oh, God, like, brutal, and I was like, okay, whatever, new season rolls around, I'm gonna say he looked really good in the, in the, in the preseason, like, he was hitting a lot of shots in the preseason, looked like old Lou, he looked decent in the first couple games, slowly started to just really start digressing and I'm like dude you gotta go you gotta go right now I'm going over to your house and I'm gonna pack your bags and then I'm gonna hire a driver and the driver's gonna drive you to LAX or Burbank or Van Nuys ever whatever airport you want to go and I love the dude I'll always have so much respect for him but at what point do you have to say he is a liability to this team and He's always been very bad on defense. He's always turned the ball over. But his scoring usually bails him out in that, you know, he's really bad on defense. But when he's, you know, scoring 23 points, no one really looks at the defense and the turnovers because they're like, oh, yeah, wow, he, he hit he had 23 points. But now he's not even scoring. So it's like everything is coming together. And it's like, wow, he's a liability right now. It's the defense is really atrocious. He gets lost a lot. He misses a lot of switches. He's always lost on defense. But that's been for a while now. Again, the scoring kind of hid that, but now it's like being exposed because now he doesn't have the scoring, so people are paying more attention to him on defense. The turnovers always been really bad again, but it's being highlighted more because he can't hide behind the 23 points, 24 points, you know. And then uh, I mean He's had good flashes this year, but again, I wouldn't say he's been good. I would give him maybe a a D, a D score as a player. And I'm like, you know, I would probably give him a D, not even a D plus, just a D. Not a D minus either, just a D. Because he's had good moments. Like, I think back to that Bulls game, he was really active on defense. He was scoring, you know, he had that nice deal at the end where he, you know, took the ball and dunked it. And I was really impressed. And I was like, maybe he's coming back. Maybe we're getting like sweet Lou. But no. And I think at what point do you have to say, is he a liability? And I think now I'm looking at it and I'm saying, yes, he is indeed a massive liability to this team. Love the dude. I'll always have so much respect for him. But he's got to go. And again, I don't even know what we can get for him because he's so bad. His trade value, I honestly think he might be purposely tanking his trade value so he stays on the Clippers. 
because the Clippers can't get anything for him without sending someone else. I don't want to send anybody else. I'm really happy with everyone else's play at the moment. You know, there's some people I'm not, you know, super happy about, Luke Kennard, but everyone else is collectively okay right now except him. So it's like he's purposely tanking his trade value so he won't be traded. But if he's still on the Clippers, like, come playoff time and he still looks like he does now, I honestly don't even think he's going to be in the rotation. Put Reggie Jackson over Lou Williams in the playoff rotation. That's right. You heard me. You you heard me. Wednesday, January 27th at 8.27 p.m., put Reggie Jackson over Lou Williams in the playoff rotation if Lou Williams continues to look like this. And I'm... It, I'm literally blown away that I'm saying this because I never thought those words would come out of my mouth. But at the end of the day, you have to make decisions that are best for the team. And it's like he is not what's right for the team. He was in the Doc Rivers ISO ball system, but not anymore. And it saddens me, but I think that his time on the Clippers is over. I've said, hmm, maybe, he, maybe he'll wake up. No. I've 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 done my kind of waiting phase. I've waited, I've waited, I've waited. No. He offers nothing. He's useless. Liability. And um he's he he must go. But yeah. So Clippers Heat, you know, maybe I record this, I upload it, you know, on game day, and maybe Lou Williams goes off tonight. You know, maybe Lou Williams goes off tonight, but we'll see. We'll see. Again, I'm past the waiting phase. I'm I'm just like trade him, but some people are still in the waiting phase, so you gotta wait for everybody to get in, into the trade him stage. But um, yeah. So Clippers Heat should be a good G League matchup tonight. It's not on TNT again. We got booted from TNT. It's gonna be on Prime Ticket, whatever you guys watch it on. I think it's early, like five five o'clock p.m. And uh, yeah, that's going to do it for episode two of Mark's Takes. I'll see y'all next week. Peace.